The Your Mark on the World show is made possible by our sponsors, including Gate Global Impact and media consultant Mike Schwager. Welcome to Your Mark on the World, bringing you another changemaker with champion of social good, Devin D. Thorpe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Your Mark on the World show. I'm your host, Devin Thorpe, and we're producing this episode for Forbes, where I'm a contributor covering social entrepreneurship and impact investing. Our guest today is Mark Feinberg, the president of Fundly. And Mark, welcome to the show. Great to be here, Devin. Mark, it's exciting to hear about this uh, deal. You, you, as president of Nonprofit Easy, uh, just acquired Fundly, rebranded Nonprofit Easy as Fundly. Uh, tell us about what this whole deal means. Absolutely. Uh, well, we're very excited to uh, acquire the Fundly product and the Fundly uh, company. Uh, in terms of what it means, Nonprofit Easy, uh, since its inception, has provided a suite of technology to make it easier for nonprofit organizations, cause-based organizations, to run their organizations more effectively. And the Fundly platform, being a leader in the crowdfunding and peer-to-peer space, specifically in the crowd, in the uh, cause-based area and working with nonprofits, it's an excellent fit to bring all of our products together and integrate the Fundly platform in with our, non- our Nonprofit Easy CRM solution and our world-class volunteer management solution, uh, Volunteer Easy, which will be renamed Fundly Connect uh, as we go through the rebranding. So now, not only do nonprofits have a CRM solution, all of these products can come together and work together in concert and all offered to the market at a very affordable price, which is very important, as you know, when you're running a nonprofit organization. Well, it, it is. So, so let's talk about uh, the deal just a little bit more. Uh, are you willing to tell us what you paid for uh for Fundly or how you value the transaction? Yeah, we're not at liberty to uh, disclose the, uh, the price point. Uh, I, I had a feeling you might uh, ask that question, but uh, we're not at liberty to disclose the price. Okay. Well, I understand that, you know, inquiring minds want to know. <laughs> so, uh, Mark, uh, what about the employees of Fundly? Did you uh, bring most of the employees over, all of them, none of them? How did that work? Yeah, we retained a, a good number of the employees uh, in the transaction. Uh, the employees that we didn't retain full-time, we retained as consultants. Uh, what we tried to do is the employees that wanted to stick around, uh, we did everything in our power to, uh, to have them come over. Uh, some of the employees of Funly were ready to move on and do some other things, um, but there are quite a number of passionate folks who are involved with Funly from the early stages. And some of them moved over. Uh, and then, like I said, the ones that uh, may not be with us full time are serving in, a, in a, an important consulting uh, arrangement with us. So for customers now of Fundly, uh, what does this mean? I, I'm suspecting it means there are new resources available in addition to what they've traditionally been getting from Fundly. But des- describe to us what this means for the customers of Fundly. 
Yeah, it's really for both sides. It's very exciting. So for the Fundly customers who traditionally have used the Fundly product as a peer-to-peer crowdfunding solution, they'll now have access to a world-class CRM solution, membership software, events, ticketing, uh, a full suite of marketing solutions, uh, volunteer management and coordination, uh, other forms of fundraising. So we have uh, we have one of the only uh, direct mail modules built into uh, a CRM solution than any other company on the marketplace. So being able to combine the offline uh, management of a nonprofit with the online is very key. And now that we have the Fundly product, uh, they could all work together in concert um, or separately. Uh, so one of the things that we saw value in the deal is a lot of the technology that's on the marketplace today uh, organizations end up spending a lot of money to buy a, bun- a lot of product that they don't need. So the way our system is architected, you only pay for really what you need. And depending on how big you are or if you're a smaller nonprofit, the pricing adjusts um, to the size of your organization. Uh, we at our core have always been about making sure that nonprofit organizations have access to the greatest most innovative, newest technology that's on the marketplace, but we'd rather them see their spend their money on uh, doing the good that they're trying to do than go ahead and put a lot of the technology uh, or a lot of their dollars that they're raising into the technology. So that's really what we're uh, what we're looking to accomplish. And with this acquisition, we feel we we've, we've done that, and both for the Fundly customers and then for the nonprofit Easy customers. We now have a very robust crowdfunding and peer-to-peer solution, one of the top, if not the top solution in the cause-based space uh, in Fundly. The team did an incredible job building an incredible piece of technology, and now we're able to offer that to our nonprofit clients at Nonprofit Easy. I've often said that crowdfunding alone uh, isn't a complete development plan, but no development plan is complete without crowdfunding. And so you've really brought that together for the benefit of both sides of uh, these two organizations, allowing nonprofits with uh, a Fundly campaign to now get a more robust, complete suite of fundraising tools and and, uh, to allow your nonprofit easy clients to do their crowdfunding right on your own platform. So great Great strategy, it seems to me. Uh, how did the deal come about? Tell us a little bit of the backstory. Yeah. Um, so actually, prior to my arrival at Nonprofit Easy, I ran a, another uh, crowdfunding platform, and it's actually where you and I first first met. Uh, we launched a technology uh, back in late 2011 called Uroot, and it was a, another crowdfunding platform, uh, peer-to-peer solution. Uh focused on the crowd, on the cause-based space. Well, we got acquired by Nonprofit Easy in late 2014, which is what brought me to Nonprofit Easy. Um, in terms of how the Fundly deal um, came about, uh, Dennis Hu, the, den, the then CEO of Fundly, he and I have known each other uh, for a while, uh, being in the same sector and having communicated uh, throughout the years. And we uh, kept the communications going to a, a point of time where 
uh, we both agreed that it would make sense for the two companies to come together. And then it was a matter of figuring out what the best structure for that was. And at the end of the day, we determined that an acquisition would make the most sense. And they and the team at Funly, uh, Dennis and the rest of the team, they were really, um, obviously, they wanted to maximize shareholder value. But at the same time, they wanted to feel good that the Funly name and what they built would live on. And um, they didn't even know at the time that it would live on in name. That, that came later where we actually came to that conclusion that we would re, rebrand the entire company as Funly. So they're certainly excited by that uh, as well, as are, you, we, as are we. How did you decide to use the Fundly brand? That, uh, I mean, I think it's a great brand, but uh, interesting, uh, in, interesting choice to rebrand the acquirer with the acquired's name. Yeah, well, we, um, you know, we, we, we thought a lot about it. And uh, in terms of the ultimate decision, uh, Fundly is a, is a well-known name. Um, Nonprofit Easy, you know, we've been around for a little while, but in terms of brand recognition, uh, Nonprofit Easy wasn't as known as Fundly. Fundly has a name both uh, domestically, but also global as well. And we are seeing opportunities to expand the entire company globally. Uh, in addition to some of the areas that we're seeing on in domestic on the domestic front as well, so when we looked at all that and we looked at you know if you look at uh, placement with Google Ads and SEO, the Fundly name always uh, you know held some pretty high positions, and we figured it was probably smart of us to leverage that positioning and leverage that core name. And again, they were one of the first entries into the crowdfunding space for nonprofits and cause-based initiatives. And um, we're, we're deciding to, uh, to ride that success and we'll, we'll continue to expand it. Sure, it makes perfect sense. Well, Mark, I wanna just take a minute and ask you a couple of personal questions if we can, because sure. as, a, uh, as a successful entrepreneur, people wanna know what makes you tick and, and really figure out how to do it better themselves. So first off, you're clearly becoming a role model. You are a role model to many people. People look up to you. They admire you. They follow your example. Who do you look up to? Who, who do you look to for an example and for inspiration? Yeah, well, for me, uh, it, it, it's, it's, always, uh, it's always been my grandfather, to be honest with you. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that I admire in the business community, but uh, at the end of the day, I try to model my myself uh, after my grandfather, who uh, started his first business uh, in the Depression. Uh, he was in the corrugated box uh, cardboard business. He started by taking uh, cardboard boxes out of the garbage can and cleaning them off and then reselling them. So he was he was into recycling before recycling was even a word. And he hustled himself to uh, build, you know, buying his first corrugated machine and built a multi-million dollar business. Um, and I, I've just always been very impressed by that. But then also, uh, my grandfather had a had a had a, a huge heart um, in terms of giving back to the community. Uh, in some ways, maybe too big. He anybody who came to him, he who needed money, 
uh, for any cause, he had a very difficult time saying no. And whether it be tennis courts in Israel or community centers in his community, he would always step up and help. So from a business perspective, you know, the hustle I probably got from him and then the charitable giving side, um, you know, I, I also uh, got from him. And in everything that I'm doing, while we are a for-profit business and uh, we, we are a business, uh, at the core, we're enabling uh, organizations to do more with the money that they raise. And for me, um, that really motivates me. The, the, more, the better we could do our job as our company, the more effective the organizations are going to be and the more good that's going to be done. And I can carry on my, my grandfather's um, core tenants and helping uh, through this platform that we've built and continue to build. Now, that's great. Uh, great story. I, I appreciate you sharing that. Now, you could be doing anything. Obviously, you're a bright, capable guy and very successful. Why would you focus so much of your energy on giving back? You, you've, you've demonstrated this throughout your career as your career has developed. Why is that so important to you? Yeah, well, I think part of it's in the DNA. Um, with my granddad, I just grew up. Um, I know he received just a tremendous amount of joy from being in a position to give back, um, as do I. Um, both my mom and my dad were educators. Um, so serving uh, the children and the youth um, has always been important and around me. And, and my dad actually went from a, uh, a teacher and uh, he became a guidance counselor uh, in, in further years. So he was always very much in helping the community and helping other people. So it's very much embedded uh, in who I am. And, you know, prior to this role, I was managing an investment company and, you know, always uh, managed to give as much money as I could. But I wanted to create something bigger. I wanted to create a platform um, and I wanted to be an enabling platform besides just writing checks, uh, which is important. We all need to be doing that. But um, I was always searching for what else could I do more that, you know, if you want to use the analogy of giving groups the fishing pole instead of the fish. Um, for me, this is my way of doing that. If I could continue and we could continue to enhance the technology offering, then uh, my hope is that it's a multi multiplicative effect of, you know, of the value that I'm bringing to the table. Oh, boy, I, I appreciate that. And we're, we're so glad you are doing this. Now, Again, I want, we want to tap into your success. Uh, what is something that you do every day or otherwise consistently that, that you think contributes to your ability to have impact? Because all the people who are watching, they come from different backgrounds, but everyone watching has one thing in common, that is a desire to have more impact for good in the world. What, what's your secret? What's a secret you can share with us? Yeah. So like, like all of us, you know, we're still, um, you know, we're still figuring it all out and we're still trying to better ourselves and, and those around us. But um, for me, it's a constant reminder of why I'm doing what we're doing. Um, and it's a conscious reminder. I mean, I, I wake up every morning knowing that as long as we are building 
the best technology platform as long as we're providing the tools to organizations who need to do more good, then I feel like we as a company are doing our jobs and that I'm doing my job. So it's a conscious reminder of saying, focus on what the organizations need, uh, really listen intently to what it is they need and what their problem and pain points are. Um, so if I had to sum it up, just listening very carefully to what our clients are saying. And if you want to extend that beyond business, listen to what the needs are of other people and work very diligently to try to help them, um, whatever it might be. And I find that, you know, besides that coming back in some form or fashion, you know, from a business perspective, I find you end up building a bigger, a better product, more aligned to the needs of the consumer. Um, But then in life as well, Um, you know, just go out of your way to help people and whatever it is that they need help in. And I find that, um, you know, staying true to that has been helpful for me. And I continue to, and I have mentors too, who, uh, are always reminding me that that's ultimately what it's all about. And, um, yeah, so I I think that most likely sums it up. I think that's great uh, to remember to, uh, to actually be helpful and kind. And I mean, that's just key key principle for uh, for social entrepreneurs. Well, uh, Mark, thank you very much for taking the time to be with us today. Before you go, tell people how they can learn more about this deal, learn more about Fundly and its new larger suite of services. Uh, uh, where do people go? Yeah, well, you can go to uh, Fundly.com, www.fundly.com. Uh, also, from an investor site, you could still go to www.nonprofiteasy.com. For a while, both of those sites will be available. And then feel free to look me up on LinkedIn. I'm a uh, prolific uh, LinkedIn person, so it's a wonderful way to reach me, and I love hearing from people. Um, and then also email. Uh, my new email is mark, M-A-R-K, dot Feinberg, F-E-I-N-B-E-R-G at Fundly.com, and I'd love to hear from you. Mark, thank you very much for joining us today. We, we want to wish you every success in the great work you're doing. Thank you so much. Thank you. All righty. Let's do some good. At the intersection of financial services and social media, Gate Global Impact, GGI, uses new market infrastructure to facilitate investments in organizations that deliver a societal, environmental, and or a cause-related benefit in addition to a financial return. Mike Schweiger promotes authors, nonprofits, and humanitarian organizations. He also writes speeches that inspire, and he helps prepare leaders for appearances on major national TV talk shows. Learn more at MediaMavens.com or TVTraining.tv. Call him at 954-423-4414. Thank you for listening. This podcast was recorded via Google Hangouts on Air and is available at YouTube.com forward slash Devonthorpe. Subscribe to this podcast on Stitcher or iTunes by searching for Your Mark on the World. Every weekday, Devon hosts a CEO, celebrity, entrepreneur, or other changemaker here on the Your Mark on the World show 
to inspire and prepare you to make your mark. Devin is a champion of social good, writing about, advocating for, and advising people who are doing good. He is a Forbes contributor who is a recognized thought leader in social entrepreneurship, impact investing, and crowdfunding. To book Devin as a speaker, visit devinthorpe.com. Learn more about Devin's work at yourmarkontheworld.com.